0: Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike Laprie here with my co-host, Frank White.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: This is episode 133 of Screwball, and we are coming now in the middle of the off-season and the middle of awards season with this episode. This episode is going to be tailored mostly around just kind of our general thoughts of the 2022 season now that we've seen it in its entirety and start to see some awards coming through and some just nominations. Uh, but we're also going to do a little bit uh, kind of prediction style of the awards. By the time this goes live, you already have seen Rookie of the Year, and I believe Manager of the Year would have already been announced. So we're just going to kind of give our quick thoughts on that. We're going to give our quick thoughts on just what we saw in the 2022 season and maybe some of the teams, the main teams uh, that we wanted to highlight here. So, uh, you know, we don't have any news or anything really yet to talk about. We had some gold gloves and platinum gloves given out, but uh, we want to focus this more on just more of a general set of what's going on. So I think the best place to start uh, is just kind of, you know, I, I'm going to go through some teams here and just kind of thoughts. I had some of these teams and we'll just kind of branch off from there and, and it'll kind of branch off into other teams and just a general, you know, the 22-22 season as an overview. So uh, the first team I have here that actually first came to mind when I was thinking about like kind of what needs to change is the Angels. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I just put, simply put in my notes here, I just have, they have a serious identity problem and they may need just a complete overhaul at this point. I don't think Otani's saving you. I don't think Trout's saving you. You spent a lot of money on these guys. Anthony Phil Rund... Devin
1: ain't going to save you. Uh, Phil
0: Nevin is not saving you. No matter what the front office does, doesn't seem to work. They, have, It seems like on paper, they've put a great product out there every year. And um, it just never works out. And people get hurt and this and that. But I think the Angels was one of the first teams that just came to mind as like, what needs to change? And I just think they almost, you know... Like I said, maybe they just need a complete overhaul... You know, why not just start from scratch and see what prospects you yeah. got and, and go from there?
1: Yeah, the Angels need to just, just just give it up at this point. They need to do simply kind of what the White Sox did some years ago with like Chris Sale and Quintana. And I thought that White Sox team was actually a lot more competitive and closer to competing than the Angels are now. But mm-hmm. they just gave up. And they said, oh, right, yeah, let's just, this isn't working. Instead of faltering with that best mediocrity, just give it up and let's just figure it out. Because you're gonna wait another year or two, and Trout's gonna be too old to get the much value out of them. Just do what you gotta do, move on with your life, and, and be bad for two years, with the possibility of trading some of these guys now and turning into prospects in a quicker turnaround instead of waiting for the, the long, you know, death.
0: Right. Uh, I have some other teams here. I'm not gonna, you know, I only picked a few. I'm not gonna go through all thirty teams, but I have, you know, the Astros. Astros are here to stay. I think they proved that with winning a World Series after losing Correa, and they get a new All-Star shortstop. I think the GM firing was a bit strange. Uh, that r- made me raise my eyebrow Dusty at least. Dusty on cause...
1: a one-year contract, which I would think means this is his, his goodbye. Yeah. Which then can al- also alter the franchise.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, as much as I, I like where the franchise is at, at the same time, they make some decisions, that I'm like, well, do you think that the window is now closed? Or because It's, it's
1: got to be closing. Verlander's 40 years old and free agent. is mm. getting older. Dusty's on a one-year contract. These all these guys won now, you know. After you win, you kind of ask for money at that point. So we'll see what happens there too.
0: Right. Uh, moving, you know, we, the next three teams I have, I have here are all, you know, borderline or if not a hundred-win teams. The Yankees, I I just put that they have the roster and they need to make some adjustments in the roster, as every team does. But I think maybe an upper management change is what needs to happen for them.
1: Yeah. I think
0: there's a big. They just have a big problem with. The product, the, the output of the product on the field. They
1: need um, a depth. Depth, I think, would be big for the Yankees, and they need a mix of players. Mm-hmm. They have the same player up and down the lineup. Strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out. They need a mix of players who are going to make contact. This guy runs the bases. This guy steals bases. This guy does this, and they need a new voice, a new player voice, as a leader. Because mm-hmm. whoever the other one was, which we all probably can take a guess of who it is, ain't working. The players ain't listening to them or something because they they falter every single year. Yep. So there has to be some sort of change in the fundamental of the team because they're just not. You can't just you can't win forty games out of forty five games and then lose all them games and then be a mediocre team. Yeah, there's obviously some sort of problem.
0: Yeah, I agree. They just uh, have – they seem to have somewhat of an identity crisis. And I think uh, you're going to see there's a branching path here for the Yankees with Aaron Judge or without, and there's going to be two different teams with or without him. So I think that's their biggest um, change that's going to happen right now. And um, from there, I I don't know. Uh, Dodgers, just quick – you know, the Dodgers really, as far as a roster, don't need much.
1: Yeah, keep spending all the money to get all the players. That's all they got to the do. Yeah,
0: Dodgers. Um, the thing that the note I have here is they keep living and dying by Dave Roberts, and that yeah. might need to change at this point. And they're not—they're not—they haven't indicated they are going to, but I think that's what needs to change.
1: The league's lucky that the Dodgers consistently run Dave Dave Roberts out there as a manager because anybody with half a brain wins. 130 games with that team and probably wins the World Series every year. Yeah, I Dusty mean, Baker, D- Buck Showalter, anybody, any one of those managers would m- maybe go undefeated with that team.
0: I know, it's, it's amazing <laughs> that they keep running him. Out. That was what I put. I think Dave Roberts is their key problem because they have a great roster. There's no problem with the roster. Especially because they don't care about money so they'll just get whoever they want.
1: So. He single-handedly drags them down.
0: Yeah. Uh, next team I have is the Mets. Um, I think just keep spending, keep being <laughs> like the Yankees of old. Prospect development, they have some good prospects and I said stay with Buck. Don't pull the trigger too quick on Buck because it's usually what happens in franchises. Yeah. The, and I think that he's only gotten you as far as you've you oh, know yeah. you know what I mean? I think the roster's good, don't get me wrong.
1: Well the I roster's just, not there anymore. Yeah. That's the problem for the Mets. The Mets have a lot of holes everywhere now. Mm.
0: They have And that's why I put keep the spending. Well they put, have eight you know, free foot agents,
1: on the gas. Key free agents or so. Um yeah, so they gotta spend. <clears throat> I would like to see spending by the Mets because all the talk we had, right? we were spending we we're spending we were spending they bought some players last year and things like that. But you uh, laid an egg, and you lied to your fan base at the deadline. Mm. If you're going to spend, and you want to put money, and you want to win, then going out and getting Daniel Vogel back as your, as your prime piece at the deadline was pathetic. Yeah. And I said that at the time, and I'll say it now, and I'll say it five years from now. So if you actually want to be competitive, and you actually want to say that we're going to spend money, and we're going to be a different Mets team, then you got to be a different Mets team every chance you have a chance to be a different Mets team. Yep. At the deadline, in free agency, at, at, when a player gets waived, when a player gets released, when, whatever you got to do, you got to be all over it. Like you got to be oh, well, this guy could go here here and probably to Mets. He can go here here maybe to Mets. Here he, you he, he can be involved on every free agent, right. every trade. Not come away with Daniel Vogel back. Not not that he's a bad player just when you're a team that had 100 wins and that was your prime get at the deadline, you feel like that's probably why you got bounced out of the playoffs.
0: Right. Yeah, so. so that that was my key takeaway from their season was just keep the spending, keep the foot on the gas. Keep the star power up and honestly just if you can keep with that and keep the roster built every year with Buck there, I think you can end up in good places. But it's still the Mets, so you never know. Yeah. Uh, after them, I have the Phillies. I think that you know what I put here was that the last season was encouraging. Add some pitching depth and add some depth around the roster. Um, and kind of keep somewhat of the same core there, and good things will happen. I think that I liked what I saw out of the Phillies. The
1: Phillies need a superstar. Mm-hmm. to match with Harper. Swerber's a role player. Right. He's a 200 hitter. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a, just a power hitter, masher. You know, Cassianos could be really good. They're, they need a, that shortstop. Bogarts to, to Correa, the, the, the Trey Turner, uh, somebody. Right, a, a Judge, even. I don't know. They need some sort of other superstar to match with Harper. The other guys could be good, and they're good at times and spurts. But like, let's be honest. Swerber's really a role player. 200 hitter. He doesn't play good defense. He hasn't really run the bases. He hits home runs and he gets hot and he hits home runs. He gets on base. Castellanos a good player. He's never really a superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, already, you got Regine Segura, which was head scratching. Yeah. Your pitching is, is really good, but are they super superstars? No, they need another superstar in the lineup, I think. Yeah. And someone who's a little different than the than the, than the Swarber. And they need somebody with a little bit more average. Trey mm-hmm. Turner, Bogarts, someone like that would fit them. I think.
0: Yeah. Star shortstop pickup would be exactly what they need. So, but I, I do think that what you saw was encouraging, and I think they have a great roster, and I think if they just kind of just build on it instead of trying to get too too fancy with it as far as, like, trying to mix and match here and there and trying to do too much, just stick with what you got, add some star power, add some depth, and you'll be good to go. I think the team's good. So. Play
1: somebody in that's well-likable, not to ruin the franchise. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner would fit right in, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. That. He um, would be a great pickup. Yeah, so we'll see um, there. But, yeah, I think the Phillies need to just kind of add something with Harper. Some it's like, okay, that's a little bit more of a cornerstone. Right. Then, well, when he's hot, he's good. Mm-hmm. A
0: little bit yeah. more consistency. We've got our Judge and Stanton. We've got our Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. We've got our, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Harper
1: we, and Swarber, isn't it? No, no. Like, Harper, You've got Harper.
0: you got the one piece. Well, Harper
1: and Wheeler. It's like, I don't know if that quite fits. No. You need that Harper and... Somebody.
0: Yeah. I've got Altuve and Bregman. I've got Jordan and Bregman. Whatever you want to do with the Astros, but you know what yeah. I mean. Like you've got something. So
1: Acuna and whatever everybody yeah. the Braves have. Yeah,
0: yeah. really. Yeah, we got Ocuna you know, and Austin Riley. Is
1: Swanson. Yeah, would be a little bit more of a cornerstone. Something that that gives you, and then let would be more of that role player. Right. Well, if he gets hot, he's like this guy's unbelievable. But when he's cold, you're not, he's not a cornerstone.
0: Yeah, he's not the guy. Exactly. You know, when you put your weight on, yeah. Uh, the next three teams, I'm just going to put as one bundle package because I think that even though they're one of them is in a, quite a different spot than them, I think they all kind of sit in the same boat. I have the Orioles, Pirates, and Guardians because the Guardians are such a young team. I have all of them just sticking with the youth. Orioles and Pirates, I say keep with the young stars. You see what you've got, keep bringing them up and keep working that farm system. The Guardians are just a little ahead of you, but same idea because the Guardians were, what, the youngest team in the league, I think, or youngest think, team... Yeah. Um, so, and I, I said the big thing with those three teams in particular, Special Orioles and Pirates, is open the checkbook. You've got these young guys. Fill in fill in roles. You can spend money. It's okay. You know what I mean? And these, some of these markets, they have money. And they just refuse to, the GMs or whoever it is. Every
1: team has money. Yeah. Now, some teams might have more than others, but every team has enough money to pay players and be very, very um, successful. Yeah. In the Orioles' case... Pirates case I think Cleveland's a little different but Baltimore and Pirates sign some free agents right keep the young guys sign some free agents sign some guys who maybe you you take a shot at right maybe they can kind of bounce back or, or guys who are younger yet and sign them and maybe so they're going to be there for, for the next couple of years but also for the idea that hey at the deadline we struggle trade piece yeah trade piece trade piece trade piece same with Baltimore could do that Pittsburgh can do that too get somebody's back end free agents where if he gets hot banked Send it later. See mm. you later. Pittsburgh, you got relievers. Don't keep them. Relievers are such a big priority in baseball right now, and you are not winning. You do not need them. Yeah. You don't need a closer. You right. have 45 wins. You don't need a closer.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's right? a top but priority.
1: Sign some of them, guys. Give guys, man, this guy has some nice stuff. If we can get it fixed out, we can get him at the deadline. Mm. Bednar, gone. See you later. You Get the prices for him and help Flip. Don't just be cheap, 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 cheap because you could put, put some money on and turns into another player. Right. A team goes, ah, damn. I need a reliever at the deadline. Ah, I'll give you more than I should. Yeah. Pittsburgh knows well, well, well about that. Mm-hmm. Look what they did with the glass now and the nonsense just to get Chris Archer to just win eighty games. That was made no sense. Yeah. Teams will do stupid stuff at the deadline mm-hmm. when they think they're really that close. Yeah. So make those pieces and Cleveland. Try. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Try to get someone that can play outfield. Mm-hmm. Try to get people that play baseball. Not just go whatever the hell they had over the years. was that guy that had in center field for four years now? They keep saying he's going to be good. And he ain't no- nothing, the center fielder. I can't think it was name. Myles Straw? No, no, not Myles Straw. Um, I I can't to think, think of it was down there. He's yeah, been there for four know. years now. I'm and, not sure. And he always comes up, and he's terrible. And <laughs> Get a center fielder. The last thing had, a good center fielder.
0: Grady Sizemore? Grady Sizemore for that little bit, yeah. They,
1: they, they keep going with these terrible... Alpha. I can't think of the guy's name now. I don't know why I can't think of it, but... Not Oscar Gonzalez. No, he's Oscar in... Mercado.
0: Oh, he's Oscar terrible. Mercado. Yeah.
1: It's, they talk about him every year. I know, Most oh, yeah. This is the year. All right, yeah. And Ben Francisco's coming back. It's his, it's his <laughs> year too, right? And, Phil, and Dominic Brown, right? Yeah. I'm, enough of it. Get some guys. Jose Ramirez gave you the discount of all life, at all time. hmm Go get a couple guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, roll with the young guys. It's true, roll with the young. But you get a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Carl Santana's not not. You know, let's not bring in Carl Santana again. Okay. <laughs> like get something that's yeah. going to help. Mm-hmm. So Cleveland just needs to, you know, you're competitive. Yeah. Either put a little bit of money into it, or just get rid of everybody. Don't sit in the middle ground and hope. Well, if they have a good year, not for the, if they have a good year. How? As long as we're, as long as they do decent, we'll be good. Right. Instead of just, like if they have a really good year, we'll be all right.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that's why I have them as kind of with the Orioles and pirates idea of stick with the youth. Cause I think they got a lot of encouraging stuff out of their young guys. And like I said, open the checkbook, be willing to bring stars in. just say, Hey, you know, we got a good franchise over here. We're knocking at the door. Come on over, you know, so we'll see what happens with those teams. Again, guardians, a little ahead of the Orioles and pirates, but I think the Orioles and pirates will be there soon. I only have two more teams here. I just want to kind of hit all the facets of the year that we've seen. Uh, the second-to-last team I have is the White Sox. Roster is, is in pretty good shape. I think there needs to be some adjustments. You know, um, you lost your first baseman. Uh, you're bringing back Tim Anderson. You lost some depth pieces. Um, and you're kind of in a, a weird place right now, but I think management change and bringing in the right pieces, the right piece there, and then just adding some pieces to it, I think could be the fix that you were looking for. I just think Tony La Russa just didn't work out. Nothing against the White Sox or Tony La Russa. It just wasn't a match. That worked, and I think that in that, and mixed with some minor adjustments, I think that the White Sox could be prime and ready to go, because the roster's too good to, to just let it go to waste this many years.
1: Yeah, well, I agree with you there, the only problem is I already heard reports saying that they're mostly considering small, smaller names and trades for the idea that they try try not going over the luxury and stuff like that, to try making more moves to that, so not sure why they have the talent there, if they're not really willing to spend and keep it, but... The idea sounds like they're going to try trading and kind of look for smaller deals and not really give up the big money, um, which is okay. They have a lot of really good players. They don't really need to do that, but mm-hmm. they got to make sure they're, they're savvy with that. Also, my thought with the White Sox was a poor decision, a head coach, and I have no idea who that guy is, the manager. He could be really good, but here's an idea. The Royals had an open for, for a manager. The Royals bench coach didn't get that job for the Royals.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: there's a reason for that. So you took the Royals bench coach for your opening, but the Royals didn't want their own bench coach for the head. That, doesn't that seem weird?
0: Yeah, shouldn't there be a red flag there? So <laughs> no,
1: I have no idea who the guy is. The guy might be a great manager. Hopefully he is, but mm-hmm. just thought that was weird. Yeah. Seems yeah. like he could have came in with more of a slam dunk pick. Buck Walter, right? The guys were like, hey, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Instead of a guy like, oh, let's give it a shot.
0: Yeah, let's give this guy like, you a know, shot. I really to go to like
1: Kevin Cash or the Gabe Kapler. and's like, let's eh, risk, mm-hmm. risk it here. Get someone who's like hey, this. This guy has you know got some, some you know, some catch behind his name here, right?
0: Yeah, for a team that uh, the window opened and just as quickly shut. It seems like almost in a here. division.
1: That's just as easy as it gets.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you just don't win the division. Like you just walk in and win it. I, you know, I know the Guardians are good, and I gave them, I didn't give them as much quite as much credit as they deserve, but. I mean, geez, with that roster, you should just walk in and win it every year. And another
1: year. team that needs chemistry because, like you said, LaRusso up and down, all the problem, problem, problem. So something, There was something fundamentally wrong there too because yeah. you had too much talent. you got to have a leader and you got to have team chemistry where you can fight through things like that. Right. And they never, they never had a shot.
0: Yeah, that's, and I think that's just the main problem is chemistry and just something wasn't right in the clubhouse because it's not the roster as far as talent. It's just there's something in the water there. Yeah. I don't know what's and going on. And had some on.
1: bad injuries and things like that, but I, I don't know. they got to think about... They got to think about what they're doing because they, they did the rebuild, the quick rebuild, and I give them all the credit in the world. That was the quickest rebuild. Yeah. And now they're afraid to do what they want to do. It's like, well, do something.
0: Yeah, you got to work something out because, so, it's, you know, um, it's
1: getting time. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, that's those are some big teams that have big say in um the coming year. You know, otherwise, you know, we'll get into more of this in, in the coming episodes with the offseason look out. Things yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, this is some some teams that kind of caught everyone's eye throughout mm-hmm. the year for good or, re- good or bad. They even threw Detroit in there.
0: Yeah, Because oh Detroit my God.
1: Uh, unbelievably underperformed. So what do they do? I think they keep continuing. Hmm. Keep putting some money into it. Don't go nuts. I thought you maybe went a little nuts with the uh, Rodriguez and the Baez. Maybe you did a little too much there. But continue to throw some money at it and let these young guys, that was a bad year, bad injuries, um, just bad breaks. Let the year kind of turn. Division's easier, and kind of hope you have a little bit better luck this year, and then you know you can kind of fly. But don't give up, Detroit. Yeah, it's just too much, too early, too early to give up.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, they got a lot ahead of them, so I wouldn't. Uh, in a
1: weaker division.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you could make some noise in that division for sure. Yeah.
1: So, um, but we'll see. See what happens. You yeah, know, we, we're gonna have an off-season outlook episode, and we're gonna go into a lot more of this stuff and the free agents themselves and where they fit and where they should go.
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't really give too much other than just kind of uh, quick notes on what I thought was best for the team and where I think they are at the current moment. So uh, we'll get into who you can sign or trade for. That could be a fix for that problem. But um, let's move on to the awards, the four major categories we have. Again, as recording this, uh, we've only seen the Rookie of the Year announced, but as this goes live, you'll have seen the Manager of the Year as well.
1: Oh, no, Cy so Young will be the
0: same day. Yeah, it'll be the same day. So later, after you're listening to this, it'll be, uh, you'll know you're Cy Young Award winner. So I'll just quick run through my two Rookie of the Years who I thought was going to win it and who actually won it because we actually have that answer. Yeah. So for the AL Rookie of the Year, the finalists were Stephen Kwan, Julio Rodriguez, and Adley Rushman. I had Julio Rodriguez. Thought it was pretty much a slam dunk. He did win it, uh, almost unanimous, yeah. um, I think with the exception of one vote. And then NL Rookie of the Year was Brendan Donovan, Michael Harris uh, Jr., or the Michael Harris II, and Spencer Strider. Uh, I had Spencer Strider winning, and I thought that was actually almost a slam dunk, although I see Michael Harris as the alternative, and Michael Harris did, and in fact, win it uh, pretty handedly. I think he had like 22 votes for first place, so um, I was wrong on that one. I've, I really did think it was going to be Strider, but, um, yeah, so your rookies of the year are Julio Rodriguez and Harris. I had Julio Rodriguez and Strider, which I still don't think is a bad pick. <laughs> in my Strider pitched his ass off this year. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I had Julio Rodriguez. He ended up winning. Um, and I did have Spencer Strider as well. Um, AL side, I really thought Adley Rushman should have got more credit. I think Julio Rodriguez is just, you know, the fancy name and the talk of the town and everyone loved him and he talked so good and right. And he was dominant, don't get me wrong. But Adley Rushman's presence
0: mm-hmm.
1: on that Orioles team literally went from 105 losses, 110 losses maybe, and all of a sudden they were in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. But just Adley Rushman, so I thought that should have got a little bit more. Should close it up. It's just that you know Julio guys was a slam dunk. He came up. He, he could have had three at bats, and they would have gave it to him. Yeah, some uh, guys they give you know they love and that, nothing wrong. Julio guys had a great year. I thought Rushman should have just got a little more, a little more love in the voting. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, NL side, Harris won. Congratulations to him. I thought Donovan had a really good year too. Strider, I think, was the more dominant player. He broke records. He was just dominant. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for an injury down the stretch, I think that just kind of lost his. Lost the taste in people's mouths when he didn't pitch down a stretch and he came out for that playoff game not ready and gave up a couple of runs to the Phillies. Right, um, but uh, you can't really go wrong with either either Brave there.
0: No, the, those were the two. I definitely you know Brendan Donovan for all credit he had a great year, but I thought Harris and Strider were the two front runners. You needed
1: there. Harris. You needed <laughs> Strider. Cardinals really could use Donovan. I don't mm. know if they needed Donovan. Right. I don't know if he made that impact. Right. And he was really good. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But like Harris and Strider, you know. Braves needed those guys, Mm -hmm. and then on on the other side, you know, Kwan, Cleveland really, you know, really needed their Julio Rodriguez. Literally, they needed them because otherwise, they would have missed the playoffs because they missed it for thirty straight years. It feels like, right? And Rushman, they it was the team. Yeah, they had like twenty wins. Rushman came up, and they were in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. or right in there for the playoffs. So, yeah,
0: he's the key to that Oriole team. Yeah, really. So, um,
1: exciting young six players right there, and all different types of players all different types, Mm -hmm. catchers, pitchers, fast, power, you know, utility guys in Donovan's case. It's a great mix.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So they had some good rookies there, six great rookies, um, which is really good to see. Uh, The next award is manager of the year. I thought it was kind of tilted. Like I thought AL was a little bit more of a crapshoot. NL was a a bit of a strange uh, picking, but uh, AL manager of the year was Terry Francona, Brendan Hyde, and Scott Service for the Mariners. Uh, I have Scott's, um, service or service winning it. Uh, I just think with them, the Mariners finally making the playoffs. I just think they'll give it to him. I think Brendan Hyde is your alternative. Um, I think he was the other one I would have probably given a vote for, for the fact that the Orioles were supposed to be terrible and they ended up being almost wild card contenders. So kind of hard to pass that up, but I have it going to, to the Mariners, Scott service. I think he did a great job, um, uh, down the stretch for that team. And, uh, I think that if they didn't run into the quite the train that the Astros was, I think they could have actually done a little better in the playoffs. But uh, over the NL side, you have Dave Roberts, Buck Showalter, and Brian Snitker. I just thought this was a kind of an unexciting set of guys because they all had the best teams. It wasn't like they had to do much. Uh, but I went with Buck Showalter just because I think the, the Mets had a lot more to prove. Dodgers had already been there, done that. Dave Roberts, you know, had been there, done that. Brian Snitker uh, won the World Series last year, has a great roster, been there, done that. Buck had to come in after being some after some time not managing with a Mets team that uh, with a new spending owner, with a lot of expectations, and having not met them quite a few years now. Uh, I think Buck had the biggest task ahead of him, and of course, it's Buck Showalter. Of course, he's going to do it. So I have him winning in the NL side. I have Scott Service winning it in the AL side. I don't think. I wouldn't give much consideration other than Buck in the NL, but the AL, my other guy would be Brendan Hyde. I could see winning it because again, what, what did they finish? Um, 83 it, it was like a
1: 79, I think they were. It was like a
0: 30 win jump from last season. It yeah, was something ridiculous. Yeah, before. it was absolutely ridiculous. So I think there's your, I think, I mean, Frank, don't get me wrong. Frank Cone is a Hall of Famer probably, but yeah, you know, I just think the other two guys had a little bit more of a task ahead of him, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. I, I had Hyde winning just because, um, who's, who is he? where did he come from? What is it? The team's terrible. And all of a sudden, they're in the playoff hunt. Um, exciting. Excited the fan base. Excited baseball. Excited, you know, it, it, it had fun playing baseball. And Service, uh, you know, he uh, got the Mariners to the playoffs. That's that's the reason he might win. I think Hyde's going to win. That's who I had picked. I think Service, because they got to the playoffs, broke that drought, and things like that. But, um, I don't know. I, I feel like he's, you know, especially just decision-making there in the playoffs themselves um, and the, the bad start to the year kind of questions what they did there. But um, Hyde I thought was like, you know,
0: came out of nowhere. Yeah.
1: You can't, you literally can't have scripted a better year for the Orioles out, yeah. out of the blue uh, national league side. I think the national league manager of the year is Robbie Thompson yeah, so I don't know how this. I don't know how he wasn't even put on here. That's,
0: it's just such an unexciting set of guys to pick from.
1: David Roberts, I actually think that he should be the last manager to ever be picked for manager of the year coming off this year. You had the almost broke the the record for for wins, and you got swept, you you got knocked right out of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: How could you be manager of the year and you got knocked out of the playoffs and you were the best team that's ever been assembled? Yeah, it doesn't. He make should be like last. So let's name our best fifteen managers here. For the National League, okay. Well, let's start. Let's start at the end. Dare Roberts is last. All right, so he's not getting it. That's how that should have went. Yeah, right. I'm not sure how it how it didn't. He, he should, him and Girardi should have been neck and neck this year for, for the worst manager. Yeah. Because he did nothing. <clears throat> you you got knocked right out. Yeah. Immediately got knocked out.
0: Yeah, with the best team, really a team that was steamrolling everyone.
1: Yeah. There shouldn't By have it been a contest. Opponent. Yeah. I uh, and you never had a shot. I don't know. That, I thought that was just dumb. Yeah. Uh, Show Walter. You could say similar, right? They got knocked right now. Hundred wins. I get that. I get it. But where were the Mets last year? Not good. Were anyone joking about the Mets this year? People laughing at the Mets? Not really. No. How about the last five years? Yeah. Yeah. There's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And Snicker. I. I. They won last year. This year they did a really good job. I mean, they had, they had a hell of a year. Yeah. I... But just. Uh, Robbie Thompson.
0: Yeah, I don't know how we. I don't miss. understand. Yeah.
1: I, I think Robbie Thompson. I mean, I, I I'm just I'm lost. How it's not Robbie Thompson there? Yeah, uh, or at
0: least a finalist. I just don't.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's no one else. Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin, I think would be a good one. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. I I just don't think the guys they put out there are really the best. They're, they're good managers other than Dave Roberts, you know. Too. But like they, I don't know. I yeah, picked I, Buck there to win. He deserves it. He really had the Mets um, better than where he found them. But I think Rob Thompson really should win now. I'm, not, I'm just I'm, – I was upset how that how that transpired.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, but, again, it's it just an it just unexciting set of three guys that just don't – they didn't really have to overcome much. Buck the most, and that's why I picked them. So, uh, move on to the Cy Young Awards here. Uh, for the AL side, it's Dylan Cease, Alec Benoa and Justin Verlander, all great pitchers. Um and you could really just toss a dart and hit any of them, and he could probably win it. But I have Verlander winning I think Verlander's going to win it because it's just the ERA. Cy Young is just the ERA title anymore. Um, no matter how many innings you pitched, as long as you qualified, you're good to go. Um, granted, Verlander had a great year. Uh, coming off of Tommy John, I think that for what he had to do, he pitched great, uh, helped carry the Astros. Uh, I think he is the Cy Young guy. I think he's definitely going to win it. Um, uh, the other guy I could see, I mean, Cecil Manoa had comparable years and had great years, like maybe Manoa. Uh, I like Manoa a lot personally, as far as a pitcher, um, so I could see him winning it. But I, I guess I could just as easily see Cease winning it because he had a great year. So uh, I guess there's a little bit more of a conversation here because the NL side, I don't even I don't even need to talk about Alcantara as a Cy Young, um, and I'm not even really going to hear any other argument. You know, no, no you're going to hear. From <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not really even going to get into it because no, he's a Cy Young. He, gonna... He's everything you want in a pitcher. Yeah, I don't know how it could be anyone else. Yeah, uh, listen, Julio Urias had a great year. I like Julio Urias. Um, really was the backbone of that Dodgers rotation because they had all kinds of problems going on. But he's just not an inning eater like Alcantara was. And not for nothing, but Alcantara having as many wins as he did on a Marlins team, um, Julio Urias would have had probably, he probably would have broke the 30 win mark if he had Alcantara's, <laughs> <clears throat> if he pitched like Alcantara this year. So, yeah. But yeah, I have Alcantara winning. I think he's going to win it. And I have Verlander in the AL. I think he's going to win it.
1: Yeah, I think in the AL, they're going to give it to Verlander. Um, sure, he had a good year, but. You know, I don't know.
0: Well, he only pitched, what, 175 innings? Yeah, I, <laughs> Right, he just, I he just met the threshold.
1: I I, I don't know. I, I don't really, I wasn't a fan of the AL side young. I think your AL side young is probably Otani.
0: That would have been my vote if I had it, but.
1: So, I'm not sure they, they kind of messed up there. Manoa had a great year on my fantasy team. Dylan Cease had a great year, just didn't carry a White Sox team. Blue Jays, I mean, Alec Manoa, he was 4-0 with a .86 ERA, or 8-5 ERA in September.
0: Yeah, right down the stretch, yeah.
1: Uh, Verlander was, it was good. Don't get me wrong. Just, uh, if it just, if it almost felt like you're pitching Verlander, let's get, give me five innings. Let me get out of here. Like almost get his, like, let's save his stats low. I almost, I almost felt like that. When you're watching a pitch all year. It's almost mm-hmm. like uh, right when, you know, like where you make a pitcher, how good's a pitcher fifth, sixth, seventh inning. Yeah. When they're good there, that's when there are good pitchers. And when you take them out there, you're preventing, how good is he? I need my bullpen for four innings every day. He was great. I don't get me wrong. I just, I, I wasn't, uh, you know.
0: Oh, listen. I had out of a those
1: three pitchers, if I had to pick a guy who I wanted to face, I wanted to face him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm,
1: I don't know. Am I, am I wrong there? If I, I really had to face, I, I don't want to face Dylan Cease. He's going to strike 30 of my guys out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to face Alec Manoa. He's 6'6". Six six. He's going to strike everyone out. Mm-hmm. Verlander's going to pitch five innings. All right, maybe he dominates me for five innings. All right, I got four innings out of the other idiots. That's like kind of how I felt. He, he had a great year. Don't get me wrong. I, thought, I have, I picked them. Mm-hmm. I think they love him. I think they're going to give it to him. I think he had 100 innings. They were going to give it to him.
0: Yeah.
1: Nationally, side, Sandy Alcantara. Um, and my reason for that being is, if you pitch Max, if you had those three guys and you pitched Max Freed, I'd laugh in your face. If you had those three guys and you pitch Urias, you wouldn't be a manager in baseball. If you had those three pitchers, Sandy Alcantara is pitching you a game. Game seven, I got to win. It's him. I agree. If you had a pick out of those three years, these three seasons, you're picking him because of the way he pitched. What do you have, five, six complete games?
0: I think he had, yeah, five or six. Yeah. One
1: run, nine innings against the Dodgers. I mean, look look what he did. Look at his division. He faced the Mets like six times this year. I think he was like five and one with a one year array against them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> had to face the Braves, had to face the Phillies, you know. Only had one easy team, it was the Nationals. You know? Yeah, the other easy <laughs>
1: team in that division's him. Yeah, his his team, he's already he's on the Nationals it, yeah. who he he did shut out, mm-hmm. I mean he he was dominant. He was absolutely dominant. If it wasn't for <clears> the <throat> one start against the Dodgers, where well, he did give up six seven runs in two three innings, yeah, he's got a 190 year ERA. What are you gonna give? You're gonna give to Julio Arias because he had a what two point one four ERA. Yeah, I mean and, and Alcantara, what two point two two or two point two five? Is that really the reason?
0: Yeah, that'd he had two hundred thirty innings,
1: six complete games.
0: And how many strikeouts? I mean, Jesus. He had
1: 200 strikeouts. He had more strikeouts, more innings. Uh, wins are probably comparable. Mm-hmm. I think Sandy had 13 wins. What did your eyes have, 17?
0: I think, yeah, he had he had quite a few wins. I, can't I think he had 17. Many.
1: I think he had 20 last year. Mm. And he didn't win 20 again. I think it was like 17 wins.
0: Went, yeah
1: You're right, he was a little bit better. Mm. Wins, he's a little bit better. Strikeouts, the other guy. Innings, the other guy. Better team is him. Mm-hmm. Take Sandy off to Marlins. They might not win any games. Mm-hmm. Sandy on the Dodgers, he wins 30 games
0: and to be able to throw complete games in this day and age uh that many is just every un- day he it,
1: pitched every day. Mm-hmm. when he had a pitch he never got pushed back he pitched every time he got pitched every time mm-hmm. that's what got me 120 pitches he's pitching 100 the next day mm-hmm. when next start do you have what, what what do you have seven eight straight starts with 7 plus innings probably yeah i think it was like eight straight it's crazy and the one he didn't i think he went for like 6 and a third and then look what we did in the All Star Game. Yeah, buddy pitched two innings there, struck everybody out. It's the best pitcher.
0: he has got great shit. It's the you best know? pitcher
1: nationally, and these other, other sh- and schmucks to me. Yeah, in this comparison. Yeah, Max Fried, I don't know, I, I I was surprised that he was announced. Mm. And Urias, if he wins it, it's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. I agree. I'd rather have Josh Hader be up there. Yeah, really. Urias did nothing. Six yeah. innings and fly. For he's,
0: what? he's really like the NL Verlander, you know. That with, was with great for your five or six innings, but what he wasn't. On an
1: all star team. Like a schmucks. Yeah. Your best team you faced was the, the, the Padres all year. Yeah. Which... The Giants, woo-hoo. The Rockies, go, oh, okay, give me a break. And the Diamondbacks, oh, wow, you're, you really wilded it <laughs> up out there. You faced nobody. Yeah. I don't know. I, Diego, I, I, I feel like they're going to pick Urias because they love the Dodgers and they love everything about them. But Sandy Alcantara is the easy Cy Young, and I don't think it's even close.
0: I agree. I don't think it's really a discussion. Sandy
1: Alcantara is the best pitcher out of the (laughs) six Mm -hmm. on the Cy Young ballot. I agree. It's not even close. I think Sandy Alcantara is just about the best pitcher in baseball.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And I don't think it's even close there.
0: Nope. He's dominant. I just don't see how you don't give it to him. I just don't. Yeah.
1: So it's gonna it's gonna be very it's gonna be uh, disgusting when the baseball gives it to idiot (laughs) the Dodgers.
0: (laughs) to Arise, yeah i mean i, I just don't think that. but they love they love if if you lead the RA, that's like their favorite thing so um and they ignore everything else but let's move on to the MVPs um the last category we have here um the AL side i don't in my opinion i don't even think it's close i know people like to um give you know it's Aaron Judge Otani and Yordan Alv- Jordan Alvarez uh i just i, I know the Otani argument i get it but Aaron Judge is your MVP i don't even care um, NL side, Paul Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Manny Machado. Uh, if not for uh, Goldschmidt getting a little cold towards the end of the month, and stats getting a little bit more comparable with the other guys. That's a warm, um, I, I think part. that's. I think it's literally like judging Goldschmidt, and it's not even a conversation. No. I think you can have a little bit more of an argument now with Goldschmidt having a little bit colder, but I'm still going with Goldschmidt. I yeah. still think he's your guy. He was the best player in the league almost all season, in all of MLB just about. So, After the
1: first couple of weeks. He did struggle to start the year. That's right. Give me why Machado would be MVP. Yeah, I... Bad 298?
0: Yeah, he had a... 30 home runs. Yeah, he had a a good year.
1: He was really good.
0: Yeah, he had... And he was actually pretty much, for a lot of the year, the cornerstone of that Padres offense. he was really good. And I
1: I don't mind Machado. I think he's a finalist for sure. Give me Arnado's reason. Well, he had 30 home runs. He had 100 RBIs. He plays great defense. And the Cardinals were really good. Well, Goldsman had better, more RBIs, better batting average, more home runs, and played... Just as well as defense if you want to go about stats. He was a gold glove first baseman, even though he didn't win the gold glove this year, right? Actually, I don't even know if he won the gold glove this year. I don't know. He's got so many of them over there. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I just, he probably he, had most
0: stolen bases out of these guys, too.
1: Yeah, he just doesn't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He doesn't really, um, nothing's going to say that he doesn't win it. Like, nothing's going to, oh, he takes this over. He had more right. runs, he had more this. He, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing here, right? Um, and the AL side, it's Aaron Judge. Uh, Your Don being a finalist over Jose Ramirez is, is quite surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, very surprising. And o- Otani, I think he's not the MVP. No. He's not the, he's not the most valuable player. If you want to go by that, people go by that. You take him off the team, they missed the playoffs by 40 games. You put him on the team, they missed the playoffs by 38 games. So yeah. what's the big deal? Um, well, he pitches and does this, right? Judge had a higher war at one position than he had at both positions. Uh, Judge broke the record for home runs in the AL. Judge had a better average, more home runs, more RBIs, probably a similar stolen base record. Probably less errors, even though Otani has not played the field. Where? Because he pitches?
0: That's literally, that's literally the only thing. He does everything worse than Judge, but he pitches.
1: And you know what the craziest thing is? He shouldn't have won MVP last year. And they had to give him MVP last year, because oh, we have to give Otani MVP last year. Mm-hmm. If you didn't give him MVP last year for no good reason, you could have actually put an argument this year to give him MVP. Mm-hmm. You did it to yourselves last year, he was not MVP. He had a mediocre year. I, go ahead. You can argue with me. Come beat me up if you want. <laughs> he a 260 hitter last year. But 40 home runs. How many times have we seen that in baseball? Probably 150 times. Go look at Vlad's year last year. How many times have you seen that? Probably not many. Hmm. Go look at Judge's year this year. What a <laughs> time he bat this year? 271?
0: I don't think. It might not have even been that high, to be honest. 30 home runs? Yeah, I don't think he got 40. 100 RBIs? Maybe. How many
1: times have we seen that?
0: Just this, just this decade, just You're in the You're done with better 20s. than him offensively. Yeah.
1: Defensively, he doesn't play. No. So he's a DH. Oh, wait, no, he's not a DH. Wait, so DA, wait, we like DHs now or we don't like DHs? Because we didn't put him in the Hall of Fame for the longest time because they didn't play the field. But we're going to give him an MVP because he didn't play the field? Okay, got it. And, oh, he's a good pitcher. So why isn't he a Cy Young?
0: Yeah, he's not a Cy Young finalist.
1: So where are we at? Because I could have just threw a judge on the mound for an inning. Would that would that done? Would, would that would that have covered it? Yeah. I don't think so. Otani had a good year, but he didn't. I don't know. He didn't do anything. To me, offensively, yeah, he was just another average guy.
0: Right. Uh, pitching, I, he had
1: a good pitching year. I think he could have been a Cy Young fan, uh, finalist. I really do. I think he could have been a Cy Young finalist. I, I, agree. I just don't think he, offensively and in, in the war, Judge is better.
0: Yeah, by playing one position. <laughs>
1: And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a Judge fan. I'm just not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's the better player. I don't think it's close.
0: No, I don't think it's close either, really.
1: I don't think it's close. I don't think... And then most valuable player. Take Judge off the Yankees, and don't win a game. Take, take Otani off the Angels, and they're two games worse. You We were terrible. Yeah. Terrible with him, terrible without him. What's the matter? I don't know. I, I think you're Don, I, would have a, I should have a better shot than Otani. Oh, you know, are a better shot than Otani. Yeah, really. They carried their teams. Mm-hmm. Otani didn't do anything. His year was just average. 30 home runs and 260, 270. I could, you could find 15 guys in the league who did that this year.
0: Give Schwarber a better average he did that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Last year, he wasn't... Again, last year. What, do he have 40-something home runs last year? I, mean, I just... I don't understand. I hope they don't do what the stupid things they're probably going to do, because they're probably going to do... Uh, if I had to break the salt down for you. Francona wins AL. Roberts wins that. Verlander's will probably win, you know, whatever it is. Urias, he'll have that locked up. <laughs> Otani will win that. And probably uh, Machado would win that. That would be, those are just awful.
0: Yeah, this all the worst And that's things. what the MLB
1: and the writers will do, because they'll come up with some stupid idea. So, but I think Judge should should win the AL MVP. I think it's not even close. I think he should win first, second, and probably third.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he really was And then uh, Otani
1: might be like might might be fifth. Um and Goldschmidt should be the MVP. If it wasn't for a cool September there, I mean he walked away when he was he was a triple
0: crown. He almost had triple crown, yeah. Probably as would have Judge. had it too. Yeah, Judge had the triple crown, right? He led the league in he lost by four points. Yeah. Average five points. And led by a lot in home runs and RBIs. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I I I and just made don't, the playoffs. And stole a lot of bases. Probably stole just as many as Otani, if not close, comparable, because Otani does steal a lot of bases. Uh, it's just to me. Uh, I get the argument that Otani, yeah, he's two way player. It's hard to even judge his value, but I don't even th- judge is one of the best offensive seasons we ever seen.
1: Take Otani's bat off the Angels lineup. Where are they?
0: Add it with a if you want to do war. Add it with an average bat
1: and take his pitching off the Angels. Where are they?
0: <laughs> Still in the same in the same spot.
1: Out of those three hitters, which one do you not want to face? Probably the, maybe the three thirteen hitter we had sixty two home runs. Or maybe the 308 hitter who had 30 home runs. Mm-hmm. Give me the 260 hitter with 30 home runs. I'll face him. Yeah, right. I'll right. give it a shot. I ain't facing Judge. No. Or you're Don. Ask the Phillies how that went. Face yeah, right, right. Worked out well. What, you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that was, should be an easy, easy call, but I just, you know, I agree. you kind of get scared about stupidity.
0: Yeah, I I just don't, uh, again, I think Goldschmidt and Judge are your guys, and I guess there's a little bit more of an argument in the NL side, but the AL side to me is locked up. It should be unanimous, but I know it's not going to be. No. And
1: if Otani wins this year, he wins every year for the rest of
0: the time. If he wins this year, I don't want to hear any excuse that he can't win because Judge literally put up an almost unbeatable season for MVP. One of
1: the greatest offensive seasons ever put together. Yeah,
0: so I don't know how, if, if Otani wins, then Otani could literally just walk out on the field. And have a mediocre year in both pitching and hitting, and he'll win it every year. God
1: forbid he has a team that actually makes the playoffs and he bats one hundred in playoffs. Well, yeah. We don't talk about that. Yeah, oh, so right. You don't need. You don't be. need to be valuable to your team. You could just be useless. Right. That's my my thought here. You can just take Otani off the Angels and they're useless. And you can put Otani on the Angels and he's useless. So what do you need him for?
0: Yeah.
1: Paying him to be useless.
0: Right.
1: Oh well, yeah, a good year. We, we were useless. <laughs> I don't know. We were we weren't competitive. I don't know what you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know you could have. You know, it was the concept they had with Andre Dawson years ago. Yep. Oh, why should he win MVP? You know, they're useless. He you know, hit better than him, so. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> uh, tell you. I don't know. We'll see. We got awards coming out, Um, you know. Yeah. Um We'll see. We'll see what happens. It should be exciting. There's a lot of close races, but there's also uh, some races that really shouldn't be that close. Mm. And after seeing these rookie of the year ones not really be that close, even though I thought they could be a lot closer, uh, I kind of feel like some of sh- these somebody's ones should be a runaway.
0: Yeah, or they could get dicey for some reason. I don't know. The writers sometimes are a little weird.
1: I don't know. They're a lot of weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the last thing I got here is a trivia question. And the trivia question, who was the oldest Cy Young winner? For Verlander, possibly winning, and he would become, like, the fifth oldest Cy Young winner, give or take. Who was actually the oldest Cy Young winner? And that will be history. The answer is, in 2004, Roger Clemens with the Houston, Houston Astros won the Cy Young at 42 years old in 60 days. Second place is 1978 Gaylord Perry with the San Diego Padres. He was 40 years old in 17 days.
0: Not surprised. Not surprised. Neither of those names. No. You know.
1: No. Nope. Those were, uh Yeah, I bet you they pitched more than 170 innings. In one uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Especially Gaylord Perry back. You know, back in the 70s and stuff. Those or guys pitched like. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't care either.
1: I don't know about Gaylord Perry and their playoff status, but uh, uh, Roger Clements, they went to the World Series, uh, right? In 04, uh, 05, they went to the World Series, actually.
0: Yeah, 04, yeah 05 was the World Series year for them. World Series run, yeah.
1: If you once Saw Young, I'd imagine they were pretty competitive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. <laughs> and they
1: went to the World Series the year before that, or the year after that. I'm sure they were probably right in the thick of things. Yeah, so, Craig Biggio and the fellas. Yeah, the Killer Bees, right? Yeah. Berkman, Biggio. The Puma. Was us pick Puma there.
0: He probably was, I would was, assume, right? Pettit was there. Yeah, pretty good team.
1: But they had, uh, they had, a, they did have a good team.
0: Would you have Billy Wagner? Maybe
1: Morgan Ensberg.
0: Oh my God! Man at center field, I think. Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> I think Jeff Kent was there. He might have been. I think he was, and they went to the World Series. He might have been. Yeah. That's Brad Ausmus might have been the catcher of that team too.
0: It's a hell of a team though. I don't yeah. think
1: of who else the catcher was for that team. I can tell you, some some know. schmuck. Brad Lynch might have been pitching for. Him. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah,
1: so. I don't know, but that's all I got here.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's pretty much all I got. We'll come in the uh, next week with some more offseason stuff. Uh, maybe we'll see some signings here. I believe we only seen just Edwin Diaz get signed. It was a big contract right off the rip. There's so a be- couple
1: small moves so far. We'll, we'll talk about that. We've kind of been saving them all. We don't want to throw them out here and then do it again next yeah, week. There's, so. Yeah,
0: there's really not too too much to go over, so uh, unless you got any final notes or anything, I guess we can just wrap this one up. That's it. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMikeLapre. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLapre.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10.
0: You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian e screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week.
1: Yep. Take care.